0: Welcome to another episode of Optimum Seven Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast.
1: Hello, everybody. This week, we will talk about online PR and paid placement for e-commerce companies. But we're not really talking about paid ads, like Facebook paid ads or AdWords paid ads. When we say online PR, it has to do with mostly with branding, and it has to do less with selling products. So you have to understand that. We do not believe that anybody that's doing less than two three million dollars annually will benefit much from an online PR campaign, which can cost upwards of five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars per month and we always suggest a three three to six month engagement to be able to see the results. but we've worked with some clients and we see some great results when you combine online PR with influencers. So, Joe, when it comes to online PR for e-commerce, for strictly Mm e-commerce businesses, let's say that I'm already on Google Shopping. I'm already on Amazon. My website already has good visibility in terms of SEO and content marketing. Mm -hmm. I am on Facebook. I'm doing retargeting on Facebook. I'm spending some money. I'm making money. I am on Google AdWords, right? And I am doing a lot of the retargeting on Google AdWords as well. We have a lot of clients who come to us and say, what else can we do, Mm -hmm. right? And that's when we turn to online PR. What is so essential about online PR? Why is it helpful? Well, I think it allows you to tell a story. I think it gives your company a
0: voice and allows you to create a persona around your brand that just your typical online store can't really offer. So I think that's why it's a great opportunity to kind of create that brand awareness, create some customer loyalty um, that turns into retention. So. And
1: what does that process look like? Obviously, we need different levels of content, mm-hmm. right? What does the process look like? First things first, what is the story gonna be? Um, so
0: that, that strategy needs to come um, from you know, your internal team plus
1: the creatives of whoever it is that's gonna be handling these campaigns. And a lot of people hate that because we ask a very difficult question. We yeah. say, what is it that you do mm-hmm. that none of your competitors do? And people hate that question, but that's your value proposition. The story needs to be around your value proposition. Yeah, absolutely. So then we need to
0: start creating this content. Right, So you're going to have copywriters or whether it be video content, again, you also want to see what type of content can really get this story and give it the most visibility or, or how can you make it the most impactful. So again, content types, uh, once you get that created now, where's this content going to live? What channels are we going to use? To distribute this content. So that's kind of the process. It's the creative, then the Mm -hmm. creation, you know, the strategy behind it, the creative,
1: and then the distribution. Mm -hmm. And there has to be an angle in what you are trying to acquire. Obviously, yes, we want the most number of impressions, eyeballs, engagement, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, we want to elevate your brand to the next level with an online PR or influencer campaign. So let's talk about platforms. If I create this awesome content, incredible content that directly relates to my target audience demographic, Mm -hmm. where do I place this content? Where your target demographic is
0: gonna see it. So if your target demographic is on Forbes, Huffington Post, that's where you want to distribute. If if it's B2B, correct. Mm -hmm. If your target demographic is, you know, younger target demographic, they're probably gonna be on YouTube. You can easily identify a YouTube influencer to go and post it to their channel hit their subscribers. Same with social media, Instagram, Facebook,
1: et cetera. It's all about where your target demographic is. Got it. And during this online PR process, we take care of all those placements. We take care of the influencers, right? We find the influencers Mm -hmm. and then we push it to the influencers. If it's a product, obviously they need to test it, et cetera, et cetera. If it's a service, we need to find the right audience, Mm -hmm. right? So let's talk about the results of a PR campaign like this, because when we say online PR, a lot of people get nervous because you're just going to get eyeballs, right? And if you don't have a ton of money, if you're not a big company, eyeballs don't pay your bills. What is the best way to calculate ROI on on an online PR campaign? I would say that you're asking the wrong question. I wouldn't
0: think of it as what's the ROI on, you know, for, for your business, but what's the ROI for your brand? And there was a quote by Gary Vaynerchuk or something that he said, and I think you probably remember it better than I do. How did, how did it go?
1: Yeah, the Gary Vaynerchuk. He yeah. says, what's the ROI on your mother? <laughs> so it's very interesting because it, you know, it, it triggers this thought process where if you want to be in business for the next five, 10 years, what's the ROI on your brand? If you come to me and if you say, hey, you're going to get a ton of negative press on Optimum 7, and here is how you can fix that, I'm not going to worry about ROI because that's a pain point for me. I want Optimum 7 to be the best company there is, right? So the same thing, if you look at it on a positive note, what is the ROI on your brand visibility, on your brand telling its story, on your brand highlighting the value proposition to your target demographic? It's hard to calculate it, but what else? Are, I mean, we say this a lot. What else are you going to do? you already done everything and you're coming and you're saying, what else can I do? And we're saying online PR. Most of the time, here is what we're trying to say. Don't worry so much about the ROI when you're building an advanced strategy. That doesn't mean we don't track it, Mm -hmm. but the end result for you in the next 60 days or 90 days might not be an influx uh, increase in orders. It might be that, hey, people are getting more friendlier. Your conversions might be affected, which you're not tracking, Mm -hmm. and you will never be able to tie it back to whatever you're doing with the PR, Mm -hmm. but people see you more. They see your visibility more. and, And that's really what makes a difference. So, yeah,
0: it, it is very difficult to track ROI from, you know, online PR. However, you could definitely track engagement. You can track visibility. Um, so I think that's, why, that's the value there that, that this has.
1: What is the difference between the online PR that we do and paid placements, because a lot of people do paid placements. This is not the service that we're offering. We can name it that way, but we choose not to because it's not really paid placement. The content needs to be incredible for us to convince anybody to actually go and publish this content mm-hmm. or carry this content. When I hear paid placement, I
0: think of paid ads, right? Banner ads, site takeovers, things like that. But it, which it's more visual. You you have you know just a, a amount of pixels to really make an impact. Whereas with PR, you're given the
1: opportunity to tell a story. So again, if you're an e-commerce company, you've done most of these things, you've done the content marketing, you're making money, you've done the Facebook retargeting, you're on Instagram, you're on paid ads, you're on AdWords, you're doing the retargeting, you're on Amazon. Did I say retargeting already? (laughs) You're on Amazon, you're doing all these things. And if you say, what else can I do? We would recommend online PR just because that visibility of you telling your story and highlighting your value proposition can be very valuable. We've had, we've done campaigns where we were able to get 20, 30 million views on YouTube for specific brands with influencers. So it can get a lot of eyeballs and if you have the right kind of product and if you just happen to catch that formula where you are in front of your target demographic, It can build miracles for you. If nothing happens, you can take those 20, 30 million views and say, hey, we (laughs) did this and it got 30 million views. Use it as a case study with your clients or with your customers. So with that being said, uh, that's it for this week. We'll talk to you guys next week.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum Seven Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover? Or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered, send us an email to info at optimum7.com or visit our website
1: www.optimum7.com.